previously on Rock and Roll Cheeseburger. It makes like a, just a uh, hamburger. No, Why, not like a hamburger, man. Like I'm a cheeseburger. Starving. Why do they call Why them hamburgers so when there's hungry. no pork? I it's ha- the idea is like Hamburg, Germany. Is that what the thing is? Oh, it has nothing to do with. I'm the going pig. there. Are you next month? Are well, you maybe be you a can go get a fucking answer for us, I will, Jackie. I will. And I where the hell were you? I well, really actually, am. where were any of us last week? That's why previously on Rock and Roll Cheeseburger, you nothing. were nothing. We were there were no we things. We weren't there. We took we one off. On. Uh, Jackie died for an unexpected second week. We know that Jackie had died from uh, getting AIDS from Helen Keller at the Auschwitz Orgy Joint. I'm a cat. I keep coming back. Came back. She came back. <laughs> saw that we didn't have a show. Died again. Yeah. Okay. Awful. It's a nice rest. Uh, let it be known that it was Jackie's faith in God. Oh, that, uh, Jesus. That got her back. Christ. Here. The oh, voice of God. Praise our Lord Jesus. Praise, our, praise our Lord. Tiku Sirkar. That's God. right. The voice of hey God, God, Tiku Sirkar, could. I haven't. I haven't. If, if, as long as you keep coming in that arrogant, we're, the show's going to be fine. Welcome to Rock and Roll <laughs> Cheeseburger, everybody. Uh, I'm with alive. Us, with us, as 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 always, is uh, Jackie Monahan. As mostly. Hi, as mostly. Hi. And, uh, of course, always with us is uh, Dan Lawler. Hi, guys. At the, at the Dan Lawler on Twitter. Oh, yeah, and Jackie's on Twitter. At, yeah, uh, I am. At the Jackie Jack- Monahan. Dot com. Uh, me, uh, as, uh, oh. as always, as my birth name is, Kyle Duncan Graham. Uh, I'm here. It sounded me. like you put an extra couple letters in your last name Gray, today. No, it's, that's the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Graham. Graham. And also with us today, Mr. Greg Wallach. Woo! Right here. G-Dubs. Storyteller hey, extraordinary. Hey, what's happening? I'm pretty good. I'm I'm here. Uh, what part of the city are we in? I don't fucking know. Hollywood. 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 East Hollywood. Oh. Oh. Little Armenia it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, Little it's a Armenia. Beautiful, it's a beautiful Absolutely. day here. The sign. It is a beautiful day. We're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff today. We've got uh we've got an ad for um keeping zombies out of your life and your afterlife. We've got uh, a lot of. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of comedy today, man. A lot of good stuff. We're gonna get oh, right into it. I'm, it's all gonna be later, though, I guess. Yeah, not now. Nothing's funny oh, okay. right now. Good. But right Speak now, for yourselves, ta- guys. Oh boy, <laughs> everything's hilarious <laughs> right now. Look at the faces I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see our uh, live feed on, um, what are we on today? Who's Everything. Our ESP- Everything. ESPN, you the name Ocho. It. We're on the Ocho. Yeah, we're on ESPN H. Uh, H. H. Yeah, ESPN H. ESPN. <laughs> and and. But anyway, enough out of us. Let's hear the shit you want to uh, take to. Let's hear the stuff that you wanted to come for. Rock and roll.
lot of you don't get a lot of tunage like that anymore. Oh man, those guys are so good. That's the Living Deadlights. Yeah, Martin Kelly, a buddy of ours, Martin Kelly, rocking out in that. Just band. a just a badass. And just a bunch of dudes that I don't know. Yeah, that are in that band, kicking ass. Ew. You can uh, you can find Living Deadlights on iTunes. You can buy that song "Follow." That's their newest single, and their uh, their whole album. Uh, and they rock the music jams. That's uh, that's some fucking cool stuff, man. I dig it a lot. Okay, uh, you know what I dig? Pressing issues. Oh man, this is America's soapbox. This is Planet Earth's soapbox. What's that? What's that? What am I about to hear? Ah, oh, God, that sounds so fucking good. But you know what? Now that we're done with. Open a beers. Let's press down on these issues. I'm surprised how we're just barely into the show and how homoerotic it already is. <laughs> or is that? Or is that? No, just no, that's my, that's just the way it happens. Is that my take on it? Is I that think, just me? Well, I mean, what what seems homoerotic about this? The uh, the, the opening of the beer. Mm. The way you the way you guys are broing out. I mean, bro, bro. I mean, he's the broiest of all I of am, us. I am. I'm the one wanting to go to the Orchard Dome. Yeah, that's true. But then that's I true. didn't want to. Oh. Pressing issues. Daniel? Okay. Yes. Do you have something you want to talk to us about? Um, I think you must. Yeah, I think I think I do. Uh, okay. I want to talk about uh, domestic violence. Oh, boy. It's uh, This hilarious. is a funny show. Honestly. I would like to let everyone know that this is a, co- a comedian. Domestic violence can be funny. I mean, <laughs> oh, God. I uh, don't really know about any of that. I'm really glad you're Sometimes, Hey, someone has to marry a clown. Oh, my. Murdering clowns. Guys, Um, I think that the, all of this uh, bullshit lately with the NFL, all of these players yeah. with all of these problems, Can't I think it's giving it. us a lot to talk about and a, a new interesting perspective. Uh, they do happen to all be black guys so far. So some people are saying that it's just racism. Yeah, they're, other they're people saying are saying it's racism. The white women know when to shut up. Yeah, it's, it's it, all of it feels really terrible. Yeah, I, I do feel like I, I, I. This is probably my white guilt talking, but I do feel that a lot of it is. I do feel like it's a very. It, I do feel like the rules are being placed in a racist way. Really, I do feel that way. White people had Chris Benoit. Let's not forget. That's that's true. That's, what uh, is that? Chris Benoit, the uh, wrestler. I thought that sounded like a wrestling thing. Yeah. Wait, I mean, were none of the wives, all the wives were white? Or uh, none of the wives were white? No, I think that the wives have been of mixed race, actually. So that, that white women know when to shut up thing that I've is, heard a couple of times, I think is bullshit because I think that there's black and white women and others involved. Right. I, and it's it's not even just like, I mean, we're, we're, there's obviously... Are you posturing that none of them know when to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Obviously, none of them know when to leave the house. Is like, that what you're like, saying? Like, I wouldn't stay. Like, why are they staying? Well, well obviously, that's... we can talk about, like, domestic, victims of domestic abuse sort of being, like, stuck in, like, that's the mental trap. That, like, yeah, especially, stay there. you know, you would want to think that about Ray God Rice's Ray Rice's now Jesus. wife he, they, they were engaged when he punched her in the face on an elevator and knocked her out in public and, right. and now they're that. married and now they're married yeah, yeah they're like you know, no but... we're getting married yeah and they're like uh, you know, it, correct it's me passionate remember. it's passionate you guys. <laughs> very passionate but wasn't she a legit- if that then what I mean this is maybe how, like a you know, an abused person protecting their abuser, but didn't she basically come out and say to the press, this is our private lives, you don't need to be in our... Yeah, she did exactly. say that, but I think that's precisely me. what it was. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you listen to any of that press conference, is it she sounded from, like a woman, like an abused woman protecting her. Is she right, from right, Stockholm, right. or did she pick up the same drug oh somewhere my, else? Oh my, oh my. She was uh, she was eating lingonberry pancakes, we should have known right <laughs> That then. sounds well, delicious. She was making fucking oh. Ikea furniture <laughs> yeah. during the press conference. And then there's Adrian Peterson. Oh, real quick, just to answer Jackie's question of why they stay, there was a really good hashtag that um, no such called thing. Uh, why, hashtag why I stayed. 
<laughs> and it was like all these women talking about like reasons oh, why wow. they stayed in their abusive relationships. Oh, wow. And as a side note, DiGiorno's Pizza, oh, no. not, oh, I not looking at the context of that hashtag, just tweeted a post that said, hashtag why I stayed. You had pizza. pizza. Yeah, they didn't realize. They didn't realize that they just jumped on this thing. And they they, didn't know that it wasn't. I love when big companies fuck up. And they They went out delivery. And they went out and like whoever runs that Twitter account went around and was just like, "I am so sorry. We did not realize what we had done. We would never make light of." Listen, ladies, if you if it has gotten to the place where you are staying for DiGiorno, (laughs) you are are in trouble. It is time to look look at your trouble. It's maybe new they, life coach. They do allow women to buy their own DiGiorno's, right? They're like a Not in Saudi Arabia, they don't. Oh, that's a good point. See? Um, but with uh, Adrian Peterson, it was not spousal abuse. It was child, child abuse. Child abuse. Oh, yeah. Um, it gets terrible. better and better. He's, uh, he's from Texas. They were living in Texas. He apparently broke a branch off a tree. Broke oh off a switch. God. As was probably done to him when he was a kid. That's precisely what his defense was. Right. Like, that's the way that's he how was. how he was raised. That's how he was raised. And, and he's I, not that old. We're talking like in the 80s and 90s, I would well, guess. Well, what is he? Is he my age? No, no, I think he's, he's late twenties, right? Younger than that, yeah. Because I'm forty five years old and forty five hundred, forty five hundred years old. River, that's right. Methuselah shit over here. So yeah, that's part of his defense. Is I was I was raised that way. My parents hit me with the thing. But Peterson also admitted to punching his child in the scrotum. That's a oh my god. He punched his kid boy. in the nuts. Yeah, a oh, four-year-old boy. I, I, oh my god, is this kid taken away? Like this kid has. They're to be taken they're away. working on it. There was. I, I mean, yeah. There's, oh my god. And Adrian Peterson, like, that's to sick. be fair, he like, is not be, playing anymore. Terrible. He should be put in jail. Well, that's what they're, well, they're trying they're to evaluating the evidence because they have photographic evidence and and testimonial stuff. It's a really. Oh, go, I'm sorry. But imagine ahead. you're the guy that's been hitting the nuts, and, and you're, they say to you, "We're evaluating the evidence." <laughs> Evaluate my four-year-old balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> terrible. I just so wanted terrible. to know if uh, Peterson. I don't think he's admitted to this yet. I was wondering if he admitted to punching my fantasy football team in the scrub. Oh God, don't even. That's my starting so running back, guys. Selfish, dude. You are so selfish. NFL's got a lot of problems. <laughs> And they don't and this really care about like, your team. I love my dad, but he hits me. Like, he's like, like my fantasy football. It's like, yeah, but and do Dan- you love No Huddle, No Cry in the fantasy football league? That's a great name. Thank for you a te- for a team. That's okay. a really good name. All right, no, enough of that. No. NFL's got problems. You want to tell us about the, you the problems that you think we have with the NFL? Just tweet them on in. But hashtag why I stayed listening to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Jackie. Hi. Hi. What do you got to say? My pressing issue is um, bad people on uh, on the planes. Bad like terrorists? Not terrorists. <laughs> That's a, that's not terrorists. Bad. Those are bad, bad people in the air. Not terrorists. You mean like a bad, you mean like a bad like passenger? A bad passenger, yeah. Did you guys hear about the woman who, she waited, it was a flight from LA to New York, and the woman waited till the flight was in the air. To start singing I Will Always Love You over and over and over again. <laughs> really? Until they had to do an emergency landing in Kansas City. That's Whitney City. Houston, right? The Bodyguard? It's, well, it's originally written by Dolly Parton. It's a Dolly Parton song. But nice, yes. good But facts, it is from guys. the Bodyguard. And uh, that's a three-minute song. Yeah, and it's a three-hour flight. Three. Or more, five hours. Yes. And, I but mean, they, they it's a lot of time to sing that song to of, get it right. But they had to do an emergency <laughs> landing. Like, can you imagine? What? Wait, because of the singing? Have, yes. 
Emergency landings are a weird like, thing because like, they kind of have to do it for anything. But aren't they supposed to be? I thought they would be like for life-threatening situations, not for someone singing. But but I, like I just I'm so I wish I was on that flight, yeah, not me right too. next to her. No right way. Right next to her, that would be crazy. Like you're just stuck. <laughs> yeah, sure. I can just sort of see her standing away. in the aisle, like I just up and down I need to know what was going on, like other passengers' reactions after I'm, three hours, like the, yeah. the third time you hear bitter, not the. 3600 <laughs> bittersweet memories like you're like nothing nothing is sweet about well, it maybe, it's maybe all that's bitter why. it's all bitter she's like goodbye yeah. please don't cry like oh and everyone is crying sure is crying. I would the babies so. are losing maybe it maybe they had to do the emergency landing because her life was being threatened because uh, I would definitely at least uh, threaten yeah, to I kill that person Greg have right. you seen have yeah. you seen terrible Airline behavior from <laughs> from people from patrons. Have you seen that before? I've never seen anything that's, that bad. That's about the one of the worst that I've heard. Although I have to say, I would if it were the Dolly Parton version. <laughs> that, that's true. It'd be adorable. And if someone brought like, out a that's banjo, so cute. Okay. I could. Yeah. We, we'd be crying and cheering her on. But right. it's, we all know it was the Whitney Houston version. And, and not only that, like the woman. I thought maybe she wanted a captive audience because she had this beautiful voice. Her voice was exactly like mine. <laughs> Oh, New wow. York. Yep. Way maybe to prove us wrong. New York. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I mean, the, but wait, did nobody what? Bobby Brown her? Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's oh, keep it current. Did no one no, Ray Rice her? That's enough, no one guys. NFL oh, God. I've, heard, I've been hurt here. Kill the tape. Kill Ray the tape. Ray Rice <laughs> used as a verb for a couple weeks that's now. That's awful. I just feel like if you're going to Ray Rice somebody. That that person, yeah, that's that's true. That's the one. No, that's like, horrible. I feel like, though, it's like when you. When you you, we like acknowledge. She, we made her feel really powerful. Like she landed a plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's. She good got a news story. We're, we're talking about yeah, it now. We're rewarding Just, her. She's on rock and roll to, cheeseburger. I, I mean, come on. The highest phrase. It is Jackie. Jackie oh, it was Jackie. That's person. what we're doing this all for. It's for Jackie. <laughs> it was for me. Yeah. I've seen really bad. I've seen bad. Um, behavior on planes. Yeah, but as far as, like, like shoes off and, and like, smelling right. bad. Right, like, I've never seen anything like that. Bad breath Nothing. and snoring. Oh, do you, uh, guys, do you guys... I would rather hear this woman singing than the person next to me having bad breath and sleeping with their mouth. I don't know, man. Yeah. Do you guys rather. think you... Ha- do you think maybe you suspect you might have some bad behaviors on I've planes? never done anything that terrible. I, Not like I, that. I take my shoes off. I've I, I fall asleep on people. Yeah. And, and, See, that's and, adorable. And, that's pretty cute. No, and one guy. Was no, like, she says no. It's one not. One woman was like, "Please stop sleeping on my husband." Not <laughs> <laughs> the first time like, I've heard that. I'd be like, "I'm so sorry." And I would fall asleep on the other side, and then I'd wake up on him again. It happened like three times, and they were like, "They were like, each time I woke up, they were like, fear, we're gonna have to land this plane." And then the next time I woke up, <laughs> the next time I woke up, I woke up on her shoulder. Uh, <laughs> that'll moved. show the bitch. She moved. Oh, oh she seats. Yes, I wasn't sleeping on his shoulder. That's awful. Is there is there a <laughs> is there a worse thing to do besides blow up the plane than what this woman was singing for three hours? I mean, yeah, I've heard of I I've wanted, heard of people getting into like like drug fueled like crazes. I've heard yeah. of that, like people like actually like having episodes. But this this seems like. And I don't know anything about this woman's mental state. I only know what Jackie has told me about herself singing on this fucking plane. <laughs> about Jackie Monahan. About Jackie Monahan making landing a plane in Kansas City. But I, it seems to me that like it's it's like some sort of like mania, like an actual like a normal person wouldn't right. do such a thing. Like, because it's clearly a person who needs to be taken care right, of. Because I could see myself singing one round. 
Sure. I would get up and you sit down. You could do one line. A whole song would be really weird. Even a whole song. But Whatever. If I stand up in the middle of that fucking plane and start singing Just a Friend by Biz Markie, I'm going to have that fucker hopping, dude. Uh, I'm right. good at that shit. Right? right too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, why, why didn't anyone take like the passive-aggressive approach of just like singing something else louder? You know, like, oh, that's a like trying to like, yeah. I would have done some DMX party up. Like, <laughs> or like I'm going the off the rail on the crazy train. I mean, you mean yeah, yeah, with me. That's the solution to that problem. Everyone Not landing just, a fucking yeah. plane. Right, right. That's garbage. You know, it is a felony to make a plane have an emergency landing, though. Like, that woman is, is in it? Kansas City. But it's not her call to land the plane. All right. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. Anyway. All right. I need to know more about it, though. Yeah. We'll learn you, more. We'll, we'll learn more. Will you, as listeners, if, and if anybody that was on that plane is listening, <laughs> if you know this woman, if yeah. You know like, were there, need, were there people harmonizing? Know, we need, need to know. Yeah. I need to know what was going on on the plane. Please. I, I can't wait till I die to find out these answers. And also, I need to know them send now. us photos, videos, and other evidence of you being a real dickbag on the plane. Thank you. And yeah. Please do that. At RR Cheeseburger on Twitter. We've got to pay some Facebook. Well, We've got to get some sponsors and pay some bills here to get some virtual money into so our virtual bill. Let's buy this one beer. This one is important. Well, I think all, every ad we that we have is important. And uh, Jackie's going to keep singing all the way through the commercial break. So stick around. So I wish you joy. Many of us have plans for our lives, but why do so few of us have a plan for our afterlives? We have everything organized and accounted for while we're here, down to the most meticulous detail. Family, 401k, zombie shelter, and life is perfect. But the world beyond our own has so many uncertainties. Here at Morningstar Cemetery, you control your afterlife. Hi, I'm Paul Weintraub, third generation owner and CEO of Morningstar Cemetery. And, like you, I'm concerned with the important issues that are brought up with our passing into the great beyond, such as... How do I organize a funeral service? How can I make this easier on my family? And how can I make sure that my body won't get reanimated into a zombie hell-bent on bursting from my grave and eating the brains of my relatives? Well, worry no longer. Our memorial park is surrounded by an impenetrable 50-foot iron wall. Our caskets are outfitted with claymore mines. Trigger to go off at the slightest scratching at the inside lid of your coffin. And our smart technology railgun turrets are able to differentiate between living humans and undead monsters. Please stop by our beautifully appointed internment gardens and see for yourself how you can be safe in both realms. Morning Star Cemetery, where you can rest in peace and so can we. Take it from me. Not only am I the CEO, but I'm also a customer. I know my dads will not become a pesky zombie threat to society. Can you say the same? We will keep using. Man, I feel safer already. I feel safer already. Now the only thing I'm worried about is Ebola. Jesus I Christ. I wanted to be a zombie, though. You wait, For real? Yeah. You want to be a zombie? Well, I wouldn't be there. It'd just be my body. Right? No, that'd be you, I don't though. No, do you I think, think you have any of your brain? But people would see so you. Would, yeah, awesome. Your family would be so scared awesome. of you. Awesome. All, all sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. my goodness. Pressing issues. We still got a couple more, and I know Greg's is pressing down. Greg? 
Well, I, I uh, being the host of a food-related storytelling show, which yes, I... Yes, you are. Eat which, Your Words. It happens your... at the Standard, first Thursday of every month. In Hollywood. That's Standard Hollywood. Yes. Yes, the first Thursday of every month. It's That was very shameless of me that I plugged you. So I'm, I'm glad sorry. you did. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a show called Eat Your Words, but I think a lot about food, and I feel like in Los Angeles, everybody is kind of obsessed with food, and... There, how there's a right and a wrong about food. And I was reading, huh. I was reading, well, first of all, I want to tell you, I got in kind of a food fight with a good friend of mine. Oh, were you throwing pudding? Well, we like weren't. Like cafeteria We shit. weren't physically throwing the food around, but she was prepared. <laughs> she was getting ready for. I'm a, less a, interested. <laughs> she was getting ready for a very fancy dinner party. Uh-huh. And she wanted to make asparagus uh, wrapped tips. Prosciutto. Oh yeah, and sure. Tasty. So I did that trick where you bend the asparagus and it'll snap where it needs. Right, to be because the, that's where the bitter ah. stuff is. Like you get right. rid of the bitter. I just part. found this that you can just bend your way to finding that snap. I'm just like, man, I'll cut it here, I guess. Don't cut it. Let it snap, man. Uh, let it it snap. just wants wow. to go where it I goes. Never do that. So that's a very hippie way to take care of your asparagus. <laughs> right. I like it. I haven't even opened my onion oven yet. I don't. Onion? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> even opened my onion. <laughs> she doesn't know how to. Cook. How do you preheat an onion? Just onions. Just onions. <laughs> Date night at Jackie Monahan's. Just, just, just onions. onions. <laughs> Starving in her fucking house because she doesn't know how to preheat an onion. The onions are done, but I haven't opened it. So <laughs> her house is burning down. <laughs> my onions burning my house down. Can I say the thing about your the gar- blooming onion of cigarette? Can I actually say the thing about your garbage, your garbage disposal? Can, yeah. I, can I say what that? about it? What how, happened? How yep, you, that's a yes. How, how you got in? Oh, Jackie's like, oh my garbage. Greg is losing Jackie his mind. Says, Jackie's like, I had the plumber had to come over and to fix my garbage disposal. It smelled terrible. And then I'm like, oh, were you running water down it while you were? You? And she goes. Water. <laughs> water. Never, never. She's like, that I've comes never, out of a sink. I've never. But the whole, th- I there. love that the whole time you lived in your apartment, you put garbage out of the garbage disposal and never ran water never, down. Never, not once. Sometimes you run that onions is, through it. Yeah, yeah sure. onions. Preheated. It were a lot of preheated, not preheated. So I was so saying, you were saying, saying about saying, the <clears throat> prosciutto and the yeah. And the I, I go to prepare it this certain way, and then my friend is like. Uh, I wrap them all up. I get them all done. My friend goes, oh my God, Greg, I just wanted the tip of the asparagus, not the whole thing. So you did the snap trick. Yeah. And so I unwrap, it's her party. I unwrap them all. I did them the way she wanted. But then she took this whole fistful of asparagus and threw in the garbage. And I She undid your work? I go, people are starving. No, just the leftover. Yeah. That middle zone of tastiness. That's not the tip she wanted, but not the garbage that that you throw away. Soup. You could put it in eggs in the morning. And we got in like a giant fight. And we, we've known each other since college, and it wasn't the tear in our friendship, but it was the beginning of us. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are legitimately yeah. less are good you, of friends now friends because anymore? of that. We're not friends now at all. Wow. But um, wow. it wasn't just that. It built up to other stuff. I, I mean, as we all learned on Oprah, it's never about the asparagus tips. It's always about right. the I have that. I have that tattooed on my forearm. It's never about, about the about asparagus, asparagus tips. tips. I have it right now. But no, no it says, as we learned on Oprah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. that's what his tattoo says. As we learned that over. Right, right. But so but it got me thinking uh about this idea of orthorexia and I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. No, orthorexia? 
I'm not. I think an I had. A, is that a, I saw. I saw Orthorexia <laughs> open for Paul Bearer and Cannibal Corpse. I think. Yeah. I mean, John I'm, Cusack was in the movie, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. By no, I mean, by no means an expert. You guys can Google it, but it's this idea of if you, if your special needs in your eating are alienating you from your community. Mm then you might have orthorexia. Wow. And it's this idea, mm. I think it translates loosely into, into right eating or like a way of eating. Oh, so. like the things that you... Like a pescatarian? Like, yeah, well, like sure. Or being, being a gluten-free vegan. Gluten-free right. vegan. Not that those things aren't great, but I've definitely met... But you can't go out to eat in that, in, with that It's one. very difficult right. to. I mean, uh, so we're saying that maybe this is It's not fair to make your, your friends have to That's absolutely right. That. It's not fair to do that. Are we saying that maybe this is somehow like... Rather than just like a dietary restriction, it now becomes sort of like a mental a social restriction. I have yeah, it. it's a social restriction. It's alienating you from the people. It really is you. alienating because you go to a restaurant and they have to make all, uh, you know, different. I think special as, meal for someone for who's worked in food service, uh, and I've certainly done that my whole life. When people come up with a problem like that, I really just I, I can't help it. Like my first thing is. Because I'm at work and I'm trying to get a job like, done. Don't come I here. think they're fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, don't come here. Well, it's not Eat fair, but and that's I what's, do think that. That's yeah, what you're right. Don't right. come here. Or just get some lettuce. I don't. Yeah. know. Like, <laughs> it's too bad about the uh, gluten free thing. Like people with celiac disease, it's it's terrible. That is, that is yes. real. But it's that a is a very very small percentage of people actually have it. Most people who eat gluten free are just being a douchey. Right. Yeah. I know one person who actually has celiac disease. One person. I know one person. I, I've no, I know one person, and I know tons of people who pretend that they have and fucking gluten intolerance. And she's the sweetest. Then the one that actually has. Yeah. Yeah, she's because the they, sweetest they're like, about it. Thank she's you like, for so helping sorry. me out. She's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, she's not demanding anything. She's. But it's an actual. But the thing is, like, that's an actual like physical debilitation. Right. It's not like right. a, I'm thinking and this she's is a problem. The, the reason but she's the great is because like she's not a shithead about yeah. it. Yeah. Because sure. a lot of it's especially the that are you about see it a lot yeah. with vegans where they become very preachy. Yeah, like um, I'm they're a like you shouldn't be doing this. I'm a pescatarian. Right. You shouldn't you have cheese. You shouldn't yeah, eat cows. Exactly. To uh, kind of flip that on the other end, though, people who eat meat are absolute dicks to vegetarians and like <laughs> way more preachy about like oh I'm gonna like I see this happen all the time at yeah. weddings and shit I like the evil. one the one vegan cousin is just getting shat on by everyone with like steaks like and yeah. just they're all being dicks about it so I don't did you mean to say delicious steaks yeah <laughs> by shat on you mean being freaking reprogrammed back to the real world listen I will say I yeah, was and that's I what I'm a, talking about I was a there butcher, you go I was a rock and roll veggie years. burger that's right this, this shit isn't rock and roll vegetarian gluten free and morning star farms chicken crap this is what? real <laughs> but I think it goes both ways I think uh, you know vegans get picked on I was I a, pe- meat eating people they do I in California being somebody that eats meat you get I feel yeah, like totally. all the time. You, you get to kind of I mean hosting a food show where I get to hear a lot of viewpoints about people's food and, and, mm-hmm. what, and where they go with it I think you get to do you I get to do me right and, yeah. Again, that's yeah. but these are good rules these are certainly is. good rules yeah. to follow all the time yeah. for yeah. any reason yeah, yeah just don't I, be a preachy dickhead yeah. really about anything listen to our yeah. show listen to our show listen to our show none of us care show. what you eat <laughs> I think I think we've nailed that I've got a thing I want to talk about hey I'm, I'm gonna press issue. I'm gonna press is it about your blue shirt no, that everyone at home watching us on ESPN yes the Ocho the Ocho's got us the Korean sports it's very blue what about ESPN um I what I want to talk about is uh, crazy people, but not just crazy. We people. already talked about the lady on the plane named Jackie yeah, Monahan. Okay. Right, right, Jackie. But we talked about Jackie Monahan. There she is. There she is. But what I want to talk about is, uh, I want to talk about 
crazy people like, but good kind of crazy. I want to talk about good crazy. Okay. So you're a lot of negative crazy. Charles Manson. Charles Manson's negative, negative crazy. I wouldn't say the woman on the plane is negative crazy. I feel like it was the first time. To some people, to some people not. To me, that woman. Yeah, but you were on that. If you were on that plane, but But next to her, no. But later, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I'm talking about noble crazy. I'm talking about people who are like truly like wing nuts, but like actually still like Like very, very good. Batman. That could be a that could be a, like a, a the noble crazy person right? because he's got like this psychosis about the bats and the whole thing, but he's a, right. He's sure. a billionaire, but he uses it for good. Right, and right. and yeah, a very eccentric billionaire, exceptionally. But in I, what way do you think Batman's crazy? He um, dresses up like a bat and fights um, crime. Like he's you want to dress up like a bat and fight crime? Dealt with. Yes, so that I did crazy? dress up like a Batman. If I was a billionaire, I would be the good kind of crazy. Okay, so right. Well, would you, would you fight I wouldn't crime? necessarily would say it's crazy. crazy. Occasionally. Would yeah. you? This guy's wearing Wolverine headphones right now. I'll <laughs> let you know. Like, he is definitely into fighting crime. <laughs> Let's not forget that, like, yeah, it would be crazy for Dan to go do that, but Bruce Wayne is a trained ninja, people. That's true. I've never taken Krav Maga. I have never trained with Ra's al Ghul. Um, so... Are you saying it's less crazy? Yeah, because he has the qualifications. I took Taekwondo. Huh. He has she's all the qualifications to she's do it, but he works day. out all the time. Okay, all right, fair enough. I think we should set up a crime and not tell Dan and and have Dan be see if he'll just show up and well have Dan be no he's gonna be there and let him let him fight it. I run towards crime all the time. See, we need. I run towards car accidents because I hope to pull people out of them. I have really? a couple of times. I've done it a couple oh. of times. Sometimes while I'm stoned. That sounds yeah. noble crazy. You need, which is you need like, a costume. Yeah, right. You need a costume. Well, I mean, okay, so a like there's examples. Man. Like maybe a person like maybe a person like Rock and Roll Cheeseburger Betsy man. Johnson, the the designer. Like, designer. I love Betsy Johnson. She's because great. she designs crazy clothes. She designs crazy clothes. She's like she's definitely been a very eccentric person. Mm-hmm. At the end of every runway show, eccentric. at the end of every runway show, she does a cartwheel. She's 72 years old. Oh, I love that. She's How gonna is that die. Crazy? She's I, gonna I break a hip. I say think, that's not crazy. You don't think that's she's you don't being think herself. Just she's counts being, as eccentricity. No, she's being her authentic self and not caring what other people think. She's okay. not doing what the norm does. That doesn't mean she's then, crazy. Then maybe a person, the best example of I could think of, like a noble person who's pretty crazy, is Dr. Bronner. Have you ever seen Dr. Bronner's soaps? Like yeah. the Dr. Bronner soaps at with any, all the you know, scripture, with all the writing on the sides of the bottles. Yeah, they're in every health food store. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Trader Joe's. That guy, Dr. Emmanuel Bronner. Uh, he he managed to leave he managed to leave like Nazi Germany before like the crackdown really really happened and Attaboy. he tried to convince his family his, his mom and dad he's like you guys gotta go it's gonna be really bad and no, they're no, like no, no, no. you're our crazy kid you're Shut our cra- yeah get out of here so he went to the states and the last contact he ever had with them at all was uh, was a postcard that the Nazi government had like censored the only thing that survived on the postcard was you were right love your father. That's oh, it. Wow. So like that's a very So that didn't wow. make things better in his no. psychosis. And the last thing he sent out to them was told you so. <laughs> Here's some soaps. Oh my where, god. Where did you learn all about Dr. Bronner? I mean, I learned about Dr. Bronner from uh the internet, but there's also a there's a there's a documentary about him. And I forgot I'm forgetting the name. It came out in like 2007. And uh, I'm 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 drawing a blank on the name. I'm, I'm I like sorry. how you remember specifically that it came out in 2007, but not the. I can't remember the title, title of the Listen, film. Listen, I like. Do Doctor, you hear? Oh, it's called Doctor Bronner's Mom's a Goner. 
<laughs> That's very shitty and very funny. But uh, but yeah, like, and he also like he got arrested in Illinois. I I don't know exactly why, but they like they made him go to a mental institute and oh. they gave him shock therapy. Oh shit! Like. And we all know now that, like, that doesn't fix right. a thing. Listen, I'm just going to say this aside to you, because it's a good idea. Are you just you and me talking you about yours? This, this is your Showtime show. You this should, is my Showtime show. You should, our Showtime show. You should show. reimagine it in uh, the life of Dr. Bronner. Just like the Masters of Sex, how they have the show right now with Masters and Johnson on. You could do the Bronner. We could do, like, a Bronner show. A Bronner uh, historical. I already feel like we're doing a drunk history a version of it. A historical reimagining of it. Well, I mean, I love it. Who, who had any idea that he went through so much stuff? Yeah, right. And then and made soap. The and all the guy did, know. all the guy wanted the to do was make soap. And know. like the the soaps are just written like they're covered in his like weird scriptures. He talks it's about the own. all one God faith. Do it's just all this a, stuff uh, that he elect- like like electric shot therapy for home dummy edition. Like, do you can you just like do it? I'm sure like if you just. Like jab a fork into a wall socket a couple times, yeah. You can get, that's like, basically the same it. effect. That's that. But like he donates like all of the money that that company made, like all of it. Like he was one of the first people who like worried about organics in this country. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of his money like went to uh, to like boys and girls clubs in San Diego because that's where his family wow. ended up settling. Like and all it's, of that money. Like, it's really cool to hear there. a story about a quote unquote crazy person that did good because so often you hear about these eccentrics and these crazy people like Robin Williams or mm-hmm. or someone mm-hmm. who's who's crazy but people the good kind of crazy, yeah, crazy the good yeah. kind of crazy sure absolutely or a lot of authors J.D. Salinger went mm-hmm. batshit crazy yes. and they leave behind this entertainment but and, and entertainment's very valuable that's all that we're doing here today is right. trying to entertain people's ear nuggets right but sure to have them actually do good have a measurable impact on society uh, it's cool why don't we see more of that I don't know I, I wonder if, if that, that spirit gets squashed or it's difficult to like monetize that idea because like corporations and money like I don't, I don't know it's but okay. you're right we don't see a lot of that anyway that's my thing noble crazy people get there I like it that's we need more issue. we need Press. more if I think you're we a noble got a few crazy in the room. person tell us your crazy yeah. idea lay yes, it on us at, yeah. at RR Cheeseburger on we Twitter all... Instagram Facebook we got them okay yes. you know what Let's. we need more rock and roll we talked enough we need some more tunage so listen up So that was Starlight Cities. Uh, you can check them out. Uh, we got that track from their Reverb so Nation. You done. They got free uh, free downloads in the Reverb Nation. Now those guys, it's cool. I went to I went to high school with the bassist with Jay oh, really? Baum. And yeah. Abby. Oh, wow. And uh, Starlight Cities opened up for Living Deadlights, our first Whoa. band today last year in Rochester, my hometown. Wow. So those guys actually played together in concert. Kind of I a fun little tandem. Bechtold saw them. Basically, if you're a musician. There's no hope of you getting your track on the show unless you know Dan Lawler. That's, uh, <laughs> you gotta the play lesson we've learned today. <laughs> or, if you or, Jackie. or if you died from doing cocaine and drowning in a tub. I would like the uh. voice of... Uh, 
I would like the voice of God to come in in my life in that way. With, ah. with that sound Instructions. It's heavy. Did that, it feels yeah. good, doesn't it? Did that sound a little homoerotic to you guys? The way he punched cum? Maybe. What? Maybe. Punch, punch cum? Punch cum. I just want to say, like I'm on it, bro. All right. He'll do it for I would you. like that sound effect in my life. Yeah. And then God oh. would be like, listen. That would be nice. Yeah. Don't get the venti pumpkin spice latte. Oh yeah, it's like it's, it's like a just GPS a waste of your time you're the wrong way. and money. Saying a- venti makes you sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this is a segment that I'm very excited about. It's the first firsties. time we run it. It's a firsties. We've got a thing we like to call 60 Second Story Hour. 60 Second Story Hour. Oh, that's that was really... You should have seen Dan actually do that. That wasn't, that me, that wasn't most, even me. It was the <laughs> most <laughs> terrifying thing I've ever Dan. seen. So basically, every one of us has to tell a story within 60 seconds or less, or maybe more, but probably less. Or, or prob- probably, probably more. Probably more. <laughs> and of course, because uh, Mr. Greg Wallach is a storyteller extraordinaire and curates a wonderful show... We would like to uh, give him the honor of being able to tell a story within one minute. Wow. Okay. No pressure. I Hold guess. on. Uh, before Hold I start on, the clock, maybe a little I, pressure. He is also yeah, drinking. That's not a tough act. He's to been drinking water from a wine glass. He's been drinking water from a wine glass. <laughs> God's gonna turn that into wine in a second. So thank you, God. <laughs> and cue him up. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you guys a really quick story the other uh, about how I started going to the gym recently. And uh, I I joined a 24-hour facility that is fitness oriented, and uh, it's on Santa Mo- it's on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood, and it's the only uh, 24-hour facility that is oriented towards fitness that is not that is not open that is not open 24 hours because I think oh. they. Can- oh. I think because all the gay men would be having sex inside of it all the time. So, um, so I almost got a job there. That is exactly why they told me that. Is that why? Yeah. I think that's why. So I, I've been going to that gym, and it's not intimidating to work out there at all because the clientele is um, sort of big, strong Russian women and gay, gay, <laughs> porn, gay porn stars. Gay porn stars and big, strong Russian women. But I persevere and I go in and I work out and I'm already in a minute uh, in this story. But anyway, I'll just tell you very quickly. After I was done working out, a guy came up to me after I worked out and he said, uh, hey, uh, do you want to go get a smoothie or something? And I said, sure. And because uh, I think that's what people do in L.A. after they work out. They go get a <laughs> they go get a protein smoothie. Seems legit. And I thought he was uh, hitting on me. And we're having a nice conversation. He goes, listen, anyway, uh, Greg, um, my name's Lewis, and I really enjoyed talking to you, but the real reason that I wanted to talk to you was um, I think I can help you. I think I can heal you. And I'm like, what What are you talking about? And for those who don't know who are listening, I walk on crutches. And uh, he, because uh, it's a, not a visual medium. Um, he, uh, ESPN. Uh, so he's like, I want to try something if you'll if you'll let me try it. And I'm like, sure, because I'm we're having a nice conversation. I'm pretty open. We're having a good conversation. And he says, uh, okay, this isn't gonna get weird. And you know when someone says it's not gonna get weird, it's about to get it already really has. weird. And so he rubs his hands together and he puts them on my inner thighs. And I still think he's kind of hitting on me. <laughs> Um, fingers are sort of grazing my inner thighs and uh, 
he said, listen, I, I want to take the power of Jesus Christ and put it into Greg's legs and mm. help him make the mind-body connection. And I thought that was a very gym-oriented prayer. And uh, he said, but I, I, want, I want to make room for a new vision in Greg's life. And I thought, that's not so bad. I like that, a new vision in my life. So he's praying on me and... I don't know if anything happened, but then I said to him, I said to him well, Lewis, if, is there something I can pray for for you? And he says, w w what do you mean? I mean, it was about you. And I go, no, 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 there must be something in your life that I can pray for for you. And he thought about it and he said, well, I guess if you can pray for anything, um, you could pray for my deal at Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, wait a minute. I regained the ability to walk, but you get a deal at Fox? <laughs> that is completely unfair. <laughs> so that is my three minute and 30 second <laughs> one minute story. Perfect. Perfect. Um, uh, may I have the floor? Let's do it, Kyle. Like, I just got to say, that was a great example of bro science right that there. That was bro science. <laughs> that was bro science. Your legs, bro, and you'll be cool, bro. Heal your legs. <laughs> Serious. Kyle, give us a, uh, a, a one-minute tale. Okay, this is my story about police brutality in Canada. I used to go to Vancouver a lot so I could just basically go drink because I was too young. And uh, I went up uh, very close to New Year's Eve. We couldn't afford a hotel room in Vancouver before that, so we just went like a couple days before. And we were standing in line to get in a club uh, down on Granville Street, a place called the Roxy. And we were standing in line, and we're like, why is the line so long? And they were, uh, the doorman's like, dude, Chad Kroger from Nickelback's in there, and he's just open bottles of Cristal, like, you're not going to get in unless you're with chicks. We're like, oh, well, we're just three dudes, we're not going to get in. So we're standing in line and sort of wondering what we're going to do next. Maybe three people ahead of us, some kid, also from the States, because a lot of kids come from the States to go there and drink. Some kid's like, man, fuck Canada, fuck everything here, fuck the Canadians, fucking USA, man, this shit wouldn't happen back home. Fuck Nickelback. So that's basically, we're like, and it was right after 9-11, we're like, bro, you need to chill out, like, you need to fucking not do that. And every Canadian kid's around, like, they're about to size him up. As soon as, as soon as he really starts getting feisty, uh... A Mountie yes. comes up on a... I'm not kidding you. This is the biggest horse I've ever seen. It's like a cross between a Clydesdale and a dragon. It marches up. <laughs> it marches up, and he fucking walks up. At the exact same time, we hear a cop car come around the corner from behind us, and they flash their, they flash their uh, blues. And the, go the cop uh, gets off his horse, walks up to the kid who just is still going nuts. The cop car pulls up directly. The two cops get out of the cop car. They open the back door. All three cops come out, hit the shit out of this kid with nightsticks, absolutely lose it on him, throw him in the back of the car, and drive away. The Mountie gets back on his horse and says, have a nice evening. I've never seen police brutality like that in the United States. I only saw it in the kindest place in Canada. You know what everyone in Canada did? They said nothing, and they waited for Nickelback. Wow. Oh. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Fucking A, man. It was a weird. When Kyle says he's never seen that kind of police brutality in America, he means police brutality towards white people. <laughs> oh, shit. I never had that directed toward me because everyone assumes I pay taxes and don't smoke marijuana. And Tiku, being a brown person, constantly gets tickets. Man, man handled by a Mountie, though. Come on. <laughs> the RCMP. Pretty, pretty good. That's right. They do have big horses, huh? A. Huge. A. Yeah. a. It was mm. a huge horse. So, <laughs> Daniel. Yes, I have a, I have a tale uh, I today. I dare you. Is it a cautionary tale? 
I don't. I don't think so. But I don't know. Judge for yourself. Uh, my my story is fun because it comes uh, with uh, video evidence. You can check it out on YouTube. Oh, we'll tell boy. you where to find it later. So it was uh, December eleventh, two thousand eleven. We were at a football game. Mm. Uh, we're down in San Diego. That's right, the whale's vagina here in California. Yeah. Sure. Uh, That's we where Doctor Bronner's from. Uh, of course he is. Um, we went to see the San Diego Chargers, okay, and the Buffalo Bills, yeah, baby! Oh, boy. Okay, so, uh, the Buffalo had San Diego right where we wanted them. We were down 37 to 10 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Things are going well. And a fight broke out. Uh, not with us, not with our group, but a few rows ahead of us and 50 seats down. So, the security came in, they started removing all the Buffalo fans. Basically, everybody in the wrong shade of blue was getting kicked out of the game. I was not cognizant of this because I drank all of the beers and said words like cognizant. Um, <laughs> drank all the beers, super drunk. So I just think they're making more room for me to party and cheer for the Bills. Uh, I thought that up until a guy came up behind me, grabbed me by the armpits, and pulled me backward and said, you got to go. I uh, reminded him that I paid for these tickets, sir, and I will be sticking around. He then called the elite security guards. They ended up with 11 guys. They carried me out of the stadium Jesus. as I chanted, go, go, Buffalo. <laughs> um, and again, you can find this on YouTube. Just search Bills fan Chargers game 2011. No way. Uh, but it got awesome after that. They took me down to football jail. They have these jail cells underneath the stadium. They're oh just like God. chain link fence jails. For drunk one, people. Yeah, one, one was labeled drunk tank full of people. The one next to it was labeled jail. So I was put into the lonely jail cell. When I asked why, they said because I resisted arrest so well. It was a, it was a commendation of sorts. Um, so then they put us, after the game, they put us into a paddy wagon to ship all the drunk people to the sobering center and to ship the me to jail. So on the ride, this other drunk asshole starts smashing his face against the wall of the paddy wagon. Oh the police did Jesus. not like this. They pulled over. They took him out. They said, you're an asshole. We hate you. You're going to jail. Stop at jail. Drop him off. Forget to bring me. That guy took my spot in jail. I got to go to the Volunteers of America Sobering Center, where I paid $75, tax deductible, to lay on a mat <laughs> for four hours. So we got there, and I, I was like, well, this is boring. I'm, uh, I'm going to do some push-ups, I guess. I started doing push-ups, and the lady behind the counter said, excuse me, sir, you cannot do sit-ups in here. And I said, okay, and I continued doing push-ups. <laughs> I then did a few more push-ups. She said, sir, I said you cannot do push-ups. And I said, well, uh, sorry, you cannot do sit-ups. I said, well, this is a push-up, and I pushed up. And she said, well, you can't do that either. So I went to sleep, slept for a few hours. She woke me up. Everybody else is gone. She's like, sir, you can go ahead. I grabbed my coat. I go to walk for the door, and I hear a call behind me. She says, oh, and next time, maybe you can use your brains a little bit and make some more wise decisions. Mm. And I said, Bitch, I'm going to get drunk. And I did. <laughs> That's good. That's nice. San Diego. Bill's San Fan Diego. Chargers game 2011. We'll tweet the links. Sure. Of course. Everyone should see that. I have a friend of a friend it's that got a DUI it's and then amazingly. had a party when he got out of jail and then got another DUI. <laughs> oh, my God. Your friend. This same guy, this same guy, um, he had been up doing ecstasy and coke all night or a couple nights. And uh, <laughs> his place was being uh, fum like ant fumigated. Yeah. And he, they were like, all his friends were trying to get him out because he was sleeping. And he was like, I'm just staying here. And he stayed while they fumigated. Oh, he just what like, is happening? Oh, my God. <laughs> and that man who no one knew grew up to be Greg Waller. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, the your Ant turn. Man. Your turn, Jackie. Oh, okay. 60-second story hour. On the clock. Oh, on the clock. Okay. So Gregory and I recently went to Ireland, to Galway, Ireland. 
Uh, Greg is because well, my movie was in the film festival. The oh, Flan, here we which go. Which movie? Film festival. The Foxy Merkins. Foxy Merkins. Plug it away. Plug it away. Foxy Merkins. The Foxy Merkins. Foxy it's, pubic wigs. It's playing for a week in New York coming up. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And uh, Greg is a good. His movie was there previously, and is friends with everybody there. So we got to do a, a show with burlesque dancers in Ireland. But so we met this great guy. Every but we, you know, we were just in Galway. So we met this great guy to take us around every day. Yeah, he was a really uh, fantastic filmmaker, Connor Clemens. Yeah, and so nice and so lovely. Nice. We just like I felt like I knew him forever. You know, like he was just so fun, and he took us everywhere we wanted to go. And one day on the way back, he stopped because he loved Father Ted. Have you ever heard of the yeah. show Father Ted? Yeah, for sure. He loved Father Ted, so we stopped at the house where Father Ted was oh, cool. filmed. And yeah, I was super excited to stop at the Father Ted house. He was so excited. <laughs> and we had, we had just been to the Cliffs of Moher, by the way, and he was like more excited to see the Father yeah, Ted. Yeah, where I love the Cliffs of Moher, yeah, because... Trying to get people to come it's like the side. people in LA love seeing oh the God. high school where <laughs> Greece was. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so I, we had been drinking as well. Not what? Connor, but Greg and I. In Ireland? And I had to go to the bathroom. So at Father Ted's, I was like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? And the, um, you know, Greg's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so was Connor. Gay and crutches. What yeah. else has this guy got going on? Christ. <laughs> so, uh, yes. But I, like, so I could have gone to the bathroom in front of them. Nobody was looking, but I was so like hell-bent on finding a spot to hide to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, don't look, don't look. And as soon as I ducked to go to the bathroom, I, I went down on a... Stinging nettle that stung me all in my private what area. What is that and thing? What's that thing? I didn't know what it was. I was like, "Is it? Did I get stung by bees? And I didn't we, know what happened. We, I didn't know if I was gonna die. I didn't know right. if I had to go to the oh hospital. This is what we, I didn't know if it was a snake. So, <laughs> the two, this is what the two gay guys here. Don't look, don't look, you guys. I'm going to the bathroom. Don't look, I'm super shy. And then we were, oh my God, oh my God. She's like, my vagina's killing me. And so we're like, what? Your vagina, what? And so, and we don't know what to do. We don't know how to help you. And then, don't even know how to approach that. So I'm like, I need to know what it is. Like, I need Connor to come over and see what. Inspect the zone. Not me, but if, if there's bees or something poisonous or like, I needed to know if I had to go to the hospital yeah. I thought it hurt so bad I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital and Connor was like oh yeah that's really bad that's a stinging nettle which is a plant that grows um, it's a plant it's yeah. a plant that grows out of the ground that when you touch it it, it violently stings does it look like a cucumber or do we know why there was such a they, proximity. I mean, they look like they just look like. Well, they I, grow I, all I, over my I read. Oh, I read that. Like I read that they grow. I read that they grow where people and animals urinate. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was at a popular spot. <laughs> <laughs> but, Greg, but it was really cute because Greg kept feeling bad because I would, he would tell I was in so much pain, but he couldn't stop laughing. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm laughing. I'm like, no, it's helping me because it was helping me because I was laughing too through the horrible pain. Right. But everything worked. Did you have to go to the hospital? No, no. You just had to it's rub just, some dirt it's on a it. Stinging nettle, like you rub dirt on it. It's a rub dirt. No one, on no one knew any. We, no, I mean, you wouldn't. We found we found out about Remy. We found out some dirt on it. We found Jesus. out about remedies later, but nobody knew them on the spot. No. So poor Jackie. Is this like a jellyfish? Jackie, Why didn't we look on? Jackie online? had to write it out. Yeah, I had to write it out. You were meeting people later at a fancy film festival party. 
Jackie was meeting people later at a fancy film festival party and leans over to me and she goes, my vagina is thrive. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's pretty good. 60 second story hour. I'm pretty sure. That might need to be renamed. We might need to rename that. I'm Me as the chattiest, laziest person here, like I had the shortest story and that's an embarrassment. You did. Of itself. You know what? I'm going to show you guys how it's done. You, really have a, you have a 60 second story? A compelling story. story. I think I can do it in 60 All right, seconds. Hold on. We'll just fucking right. see about that, dude. So now you can re examine your lives and what failures you all are. Deal. Oh boy, that's, right. a, that's God talk. Sonny Jim, you're on the clock. All right, so this actually uh, this is about a dream I had about you guys. Not not Greg because I don't fucking know that guy. Yeah, but uh, your dream so comes tomorrow. Dan and Jackie come over to my place and they're like, "Dude, we need to have a talk about the podcast." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Where's Kyle?" It's like it's about Kyle. His, his alcoholism is really becoming a problem. That's like unfair. we've got to kick him off the show. That's unfair. And I was and so me like I had all the information that I have now and I'm like. Kyle, an alcoholic, like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, he's he he's an all right guy. He doesn't seem like an alcoholic. He drinks a couple of beers. Uh, and they're like, dude, he's, like, homeless now. And uh, because of his reckless drinking and he's That's staying true. at my place, said Dan. And <laughs> I had 135 beers in my fridge. And I woke up the next morning and they were all gone. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He did it. Exactly, a minute. 59 seconds, you scumbag. I like how you're just diverting attention from you drinking 135 of my beers. Anyway, the show's over. We gotta go. You (laughs) son of a bitch. I wish. Who am I to know that I had 135 beers? Yeah, who's really the alcoholic? The one that purchased? Yeah, that was an actual dream that I had. If I had 144, I had 12. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Why was I nine beers short of 12, 12 back? I'm like, in my mind's eye now, I'm just thinking about like, Dan opening his fridge, seeing all his beers gone, <laughs> and looking back at the couch, and Kyle's there like the a bloated blimp, guy, which just, just like floating through sitting a on a mountain. like a mountain of beer cans. Right? <laughs> just be like, oh man, I just had the best night. I love that you guys dream about each other. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough of that. Let's the homoeroticism continues. <laughs> yes, well, we do. Way. Okay, now I think. And Jesus Christ <laughs> on the cross. That's terrible. Let's get into let's get into some um well, I mean we can get into some self-masturbatory stuff here because we are uh rock and roll cheeseburger are gonna talk about rock and roll cheeseburger. Let's talk about us, baby. Let's talk about you, you and me. me. Let's talk about all the interactions that we had this week. That's pretty I'm gonna go ahead as the producer and make sure this is by far the most musical episode. This, this, <laughs> none of this can happen again. All right, fine, <laughs> fair, fine. But we'd like to go to uh to the the u- the internet sweet. universe and talk about all the interactions we've had on this our is, segment. This what? is where you can be part of our show, please. And this is the point where we have called and, and beyond. Wasn't even a sentence. Where we have where called. Where we have called. <laughs> we where we have called. <laughs> Maybe the maybe the thing about me being an alcoholic is a real thing. <laughs> maybe that actually happened. Fan mail and okay. What did we get this week, Kyle? Well, we've gotten a couple of things that have been lovely. Uh, we were gone for a week, so so you'd think we'd have double the action of people writing in. Well, I was certainly hoping that we would. We got a little bit of stuff. We got some stuff. Uh, 
here we are. We got our friend and your friend and mine, uh, NickFit75. 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 Happy jerks of it. She writes, Titan's belt around arm, slaps vein. Where's my rock and roll cheeseburger? I need some at oh. our cheeseburger. She wrote that four hours ago. Wow. Nice. So um, we were down for a week and she noticed. Wow. She Well, someone cares. And somebody yeah. fun. She's fun. She's very fun and she's yeah. very funny and she's Hilarious. mad that we don't have a show up. Yeah. She uh, Nick she likes listening to us when she does laundry. She said that. She's like, it's, a, it's like it's like laundry. It's like something she can meditate to. I like to think of people meditating to a rock and roll cheeseburger. Indeed. Yeah, sure. So I'm going what to read got? 100% of the rest of our interactions this week. Okay. And it goes like this. At Cheeto Bandito 77 said, At RR Cheeseburger, I was very surprised to be mentioned. Thanks for the shout out regarding my shout out about you. Love the show. So I just read a shout out about a shout out on a shout out about our show. So... Mm, Cheeto, Cheeto went um, shout outception on us. Is he, what did. he did. He did. Uh, guys, that's that's all we got. Uh, we need you to write that's in the enough. show. We will read every dumb shit thing that you send. If this segment, yes, Ooh. everything that you send, <laughs> we'll read it. that to the show. I'll read it. We're, We're gonna read happy it. Happy to. We'll all read it. At I R-R-R-R-T's think you guys burger. should challenge us to like be like they won't read this. Yeah. Jackie didn't even get a chance to read anything. You guys didn't send enough. Wasn't stuff. enough. Wasn't there. It's only it's only Cheeto and Nick that did stuff. Yeah, so do some stuff. I anyway, want to read some crazy shit. If yeah. you have something very lengthy to send us and you don't use Twit longer because it's not 2009, right. you can email us at rocknrollcheeseburger at gmail.com. That's the letter N. We also would like to, speaking of Twitter, we'd like to move on to our... Oh, baby, you! We read our tweets of the week. Yeah, we read our tweets of the week. Oh, baby, you! That's right. That's right. I told you I'd do a little Bismarcky. I told you, you I'd did. do it. It's pretty good. All right, I, I get the fucking hint, guys. I got to make a sound effect for that part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna do, we're gonna do a shitty one until you actually assemble one. So goodbye. Je- uh, tweets of the week. That's right. We tweets of the week. Know. Now, Jackie. You Do you money? have a tweet? I, I, we have, we all have fave? tweets. There's uh, so I many good tweets. One. Okay, ready? Yeah. Sure. All right, this is from James S. Patterson. He did it to me. This is <laughs> like, <a> t- <laughs> no, he's never not done it to author? me. You guys. No, James, it's it wasn't a stinging rosebush. It was no. James Patterson's. I forgot the name of the thing, guys. It's a stinging nettle. All right, yeah, at Jackie Monian, if you ever saw the guy that I just thought was you for a second, <laughs> dive off a building. <laughs> what? <laughs> He, that was an at. That was a, a direct tweet to you. I want to see this guy. I bet he's beautiful. You, not the guy that wrote it. The guy that was Jackie. The guy that was Jackie. <laughs> I bet the guy who wrote it looks like a fist. That's so good. <laughs> looks like a fist. That's mean. I shouldn't say that. About it's really good. To show. Every one of our fans is beautiful. Can I Daniel, what do you have? I got. Uh, I have a tweet here from one of my favorite tweeters, a uh, a guy who you can see hanging out at uh, the Beyond the One Forty chat room. Who's a this? lot of times. This is uh, at PJT Lynch. He is so funny. I bet you Pete will be there for Jackie Monahan's Beyond the One Forty. That's this right. Week she's gonna be on Beyond the One Forty. That's Tuesday at is it eight? It is eight p.m. Uh, West Coast, eleven p.m. Eastern. Are you yeah. guys going to uh, prep me with "Please Don't Sing That Song" over and over again? No, you, you really already need know. to say that. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, but we'll be there. We'll be there live. Check out Beyond the One Forty this coming Tuesday. Jackie Monahan. If you catch this episode late, you can check their archives. I'm sure it's gonna be a red show. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. All right, I'm gonna be there. But so you're gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. How fun! This guy will probably also be there. This is Pete Lynch. He says yes. this. QB goes back for the snap, steps back, 
Wait, that's not a football. It's a ring, and the center's on one knee. Oh, people, this is beautiful. Oh, my God. That's, that actually happened in the Seahawks game. What the fuck a are cornerback, you A cornerback at the end of the Seahawks game, This he, he <laughs> proposed to his girlfriend. At the field. Like, Which, then, is she a linebacker on Denver? Yes, she is. It was very touching. It what was, the fuck? It, well, it was sweet. That's all I'm saying. All right, Pete, I loved it. Pete, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Okay, I've got... It's like the quarterback is going to play some football, but Greg, do you, have, do you have a tweet to your love brand you'd like to talk about? Yeah, that kind of went over our like heads, it. right? Sports. I, we, had we, were, we, we heard football, and we were both like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard I sports football. Uh, <laughs> Dan yeah. and I are the only ones who like it. We get excited hey. when people say fantasy. We're like, fantasy, and then they're like, football. We're like, uh. Oh, my God, I almost I almost read a great tweet about fantasy football. Well, uh, we could have. I and as much Can as I be my honorable mention this week? Sure. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, you man. Can. No, but no, do these. I'll find my honorable mention. That's right. Well, this isn't a tweet from this week, but when Jackie, doesn't have to be when Jackie week, Monahan okay. said, what a funny tweet from Twitter, I thought of a little known uh, person on Twitter named Rob Delaney. <laughs> the Mr. <laughs> Rob no- to who? Mr. Nobody? Yeah. Sure. Um, and I love that Rob Delaney tweet where he's like, he says, you can, you can always tell a guy who sucked a dick if he paid more than $100 for his jeans. <laughs> I, I, I might be paraphrasing, but I always thought that was a really good one. Rob Delaney is always very good. That's why the man has a million followers. And a hundred dollar jeans. And I think that <laughs> I bet he, he has definitely has hundred dollar jeans. jeans. A wink, wink. I've got one from Germ Himselfish. <laughs> okay, at Germ Himselfish. Very funny. Right. That guy, he's been around for a long time on Twitter. He's very funny, and he deserves it because he writes material like this. Accidentally fell asleep smoking an e-cigarette, and when I woke up, my whole house was on the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love that joke. It's an amazing. It's, it's epic. I it's love amazing. that joke. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. I, I think that's I am Del Freaky's favorite tweet of all time. It's a pretty good tweet. Uh, uh, Voice of God, Tiku Surkar. <clears throat> do you have? Uh, yeah, Tiku. Have uh, if you guys remember, at Absynthetics on Twitter is Tiku. He's uh, yeah, still I'm, getting into it. Have you broken that three-digit uh, follower threshold? I'm yeah, at right? 195. Oh my oh. goodness. Kind of a big deal for me. Wow. Yeah. How are I'm, you? Uh, He's just waiting for that 200th follower. It could be you. Yeah, trying That's to right. figure out the whole retweeting situation. You'll get there. You'll uh, get there. What do you have? So what do you have? Buttons, though. Okay, oh, so. You, this... should, you, should give, you should give this away to the 200th person. You should call, and you'll do that God. You'll do the God thing on their, Ooh. Boy, on their, on their outgoing message for oh, the 200th follower. I, if you were to go, I'll do that, or I'll do follower. Party Up by DMX. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tiku, what do you have? Um, this is from at one clever girl one. The numbers one. Okay. Um, TT. Not sure what that means. Uh, I, I don't know if you <laughs> guys truth, help me out truth, later. Truthful Tuesday. I think it's truth. Yeah. Truthful Tuesday. Oh. Tuesday. I didn't. know How do you guys it? know Greg this? And I didn't, no, Greg and like, I didn't know it. This is not in the manual. There is a the manual. There's only a shit. It's from reading things. It's from reading things. Truthful Tuesday. No, it's fine. So, okay. Now we learned. Right. Truthful Tuesday. One clever girl one. What if it's thir- throwback Thursday? But it was posted on be? Tuesday, so I think they mm, got the upper hand here. Here it is. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Or they're just really prompt. So it says, I don't have notifications on for Twitter. Sometimes I miss stuff. I'm an asshole. <laughs> that's that's you. That's kind of my favorite one all day. <laughs> yeah, see? Jackie gets it. Like, I, I get this like girl it. is real. That's, that's the best tweet. You, you, you had two weeks. That's the best tweet you've read in two weeks. Why is that the best tweet you've read well, in two weeks? How come I could so... listen to all of his and fell asleep during both the years? <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> wow. 
That's why. Take it, why she is that your just favorite? So truthful. It's just the honesty. On Tuesday of all things. Will you read it again? Well, okay. yeah. Will you read it again? Honesty. Oh, let's hear it again. Yeah. Sure, read it again. We'll do a whole no, show you know and read this tweet. We're gonna let people go to her Twitter. Maybe yeah. give her a follow. We'll retweet she deserves it. it. That that kind of honesty is okay. just not something well, you see very much. You've uh, you heard it here. Stuff. Uh, this is my honorable mention for this Go week. For Sometimes it, yes, we honorable do one mention. honorable mention. It's not an official tweet of the week, but it's a bit more poignant. This is from Midget Spar. Yeah. Corey Patterson. Uh, I uh, remade one of his songs for the Beyond the 140 yeah. theme parody. He's a, music guy. He's, a, he's a good guy. Midget Spar. He said, I just quit my fantasy football league because I couldn't draft a dragon. That's that's Jackie, pretty good. Drag- I'm into that. We Jackie. were talking I like about dragons. dragons. Do you like dragons? I like yeah. dragons. I thought I like- that would bring the fantasy football thing full circle. I I, I like- did. It like thematically it works. It's right, just right, like right, right, right. I got it's it. Just like- I got it. <laughs> and and now we know not to give Dan honorable mentions. Well, wow. well, okay. You know what, guys? No, but mention. it is good. No, we've had a good time today. I've had a fun time today. It's my job too. It's fantasy. Thank you very much for, of course, listening to Rock and Roll Cheeseburger, Greg. Thank you very much for being on our show. Thank you for having me here. It's over. Well, it's it's getting over, so but let's good, Greg. Bye. Where can we find you? Where can we Please see you? Where can we hear don't you? Cry. Well, people can find me hosting the uh, Eat Your Words at the Standard Hollywood the first Thursday of every month. So that means it's show. October second. October second is our next show. We have a really good one coming up. Um, first Thursday every month. The first, first Thursday, Thursday of every month, free to the public. So awesome. come on. And if you now. go to the Standard downtown, you're going to be shit out of luck because you should have been in Hollywood. Right. We've had performers. Uh, I've had performers text yeah. me and say, where are you guys? And I'm like, oh, we're, no. we're in Hollywood. So, yeah, if you're coming to the show or if you're performing on the show. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're my mom. Oh, or... Please come down. And, uh, yeah, people can find me at gregwallach.com. Yes. And I'm Twitter and Instagram at Greg Wallach. And that's W-A-L-L-O-C-H? Very good, Greg Wallach. Yep. That's word. That's, that's word, son. I love it. Thank you very much. Oh. And Greg will be tweeting the name of his friend with the um, asparagus tip fiasco, so no one invites her (laughs) to their dinner parties. Also, his uh, West Hollywood uh, uh, gay gym faith healer. He's going to tweet. I seriously almost got a job at that gym, though. Really? Selling memberships like two years ago. As a faith healer. Wow. As a faith healer. (laughs) And they were like, we got a guy who can just rub thighs. I don't think we. (laughs) Right. Thank you very much, of course. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. We were really happy. Greg Wallach. We love Greg Wallach. Uh, of course, uh, my name is Kyle Graham. K. Duncan G. This is Daniel Lawler. The Dan Lawler. This is Jackie Monahan. Jackie Monahan. This is Tiku Sirkar. So Absynthetic. Yeah. I want you guys to have a good day. Yeah. Rock and roll cheeseburger. Song sounds better without you. Love you.